And that's why you should always get it in writing. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So uh, how's the weekend week going? Week's been pretty good. Week's been pretty good. I, uh, yeah, had um, trivia last. Should we just talk, should we just jump into it? Should we just, just jump right there? Yeah, so, I mean, this is a, a topic, but it's also a part of the thing that we do. So, yeah. like, we can just go ahead and... Everything's content. Let's yeah. go. So, you know, I play this weekly live music trivia thing, and it's super fun. And I have a bunch of regulars you who do. come every week, and it's really great. And um, sometime back, they convinced me that I really needed to do a boy band night. Who's they? Um, three three of my regulars ganged up on me from different teams. They don't They didn't know each other before they all started coming to this thing together, and... Uh, separately, but now they're together. Now they all know each other. And, and it's funny because like when some team starts really dominating, first of all, I do set it up from the front of the room. Like if one team starts to dominate, the way the game works is I start playing the song and they ring in on a hand percussion instrument that they borrow from me. Yep. And if one team mm-hmm. starts to really dominate, I will go selectively deaf at their table just to keep things interesting and fun for everybody. Right. So I set that up at the beginning. Um, but I have had times when a team that I was deaf on was like whispering answers over to another team to like help mm-hmm. them out. So it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's fun that way. Um, it's, it feels egalitarian. To it does. Agree. It does. It does. And so, um, a few of them said, Oh, you really got to do boy bands. You got to do a boy band night. And I was like, fine, fine. So three weeks ago I said, fine, we'll do it in three. Well, like I figured out what dates I already had and what themes I had planned for them. And, and the next one open was this last week, boy bands. So I spent the last week learning boy band music, learning a night of boy band songs. Uh, or boy band adjacent ones. I did do um, mm-hmm. that thing you do by the Wonders, the Oneters, the Oneters. I, I I told them I would have accepted a point for Oneters. I would have also accepted a point for Captain Gooch and the Shrimp, Shrimp Shack Shooters. It's Captain Geech. Sorry, and the Geech. Shrimp Shack you're right. Shooters. It's Geech. You're right. I wouldn't have accepted a point for Gooch anyway. Um, and I also did the song from the boy band from the new movie Turning Red. There's a boy band called. Um, Four Town that uh, does a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all, remember we had that conversation that, you know, Phineas, uh, Billy Eilish's brother was yeah. the yeah. main producer yeah. and band member and all of that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so at any rate, um, I did that and put, it was like, it was like, I don't think I've been that mentally tired since like starting a new job. You know, it was like this week was been like really intensive learning music that is, on one hand, super catchy, but also super forgettable. Like there's, they all have the same hook, you know, like there's nothing, there's nothing that, there's nothing that makes one boy band song. They're all a little different, but not different enough that you can like hook something on them mentally. And then, um, and then the, you know, I got to the end of the night and there were like, there was 15 minutes to go. And all the songs I had left were ones that I was hazy on. So we played a few hazy ones at the end of the night and it was, uh, it was, um, not, (laughs) <laughs> not delighted with my performance of it, but the the crowd had fun and that's the important part. But my advice to everyone is do not commit to a night of boy band music. It's a mistake. Now, would you like, do you feel like that was the experience of the audience as well as you, or was it no, more? I think like... they had a blast. I think they enjoyed that. I was trying. I think they, they were, they were, they understood the challenge I'd put myself to and they appreciated that I tried it. And then the ones that were complete, you know, whiffs, um, and there were like two, um, they were, mm-hmm. they were pretty gracious about including like, Oh, nobody recognized that one. Oh, it, it was this song. And they're like, Oh wow. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was trying to be, but it didn't work out. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, I played the ones that I, the ones that I remembered well enough to have in my, you know, muscles, bye, 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 uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, everybody backstreets back in parentheses. Those yeah. ones are easy, but then I added in, um, a bunch that I didn't really know. Um, summer girls by LFO and, uh, um, oh man, that song is terrible. It's awful. It's but awful. It, but isn't isn't the key ch- the 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 chord progression is It's Wonderwall. Um, it's fundamentally it's, one, wor- it's ba- well it's well yeah, oh, it's I thought half more than words and half Wonderwall. It's more than words. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. it's a little bit of is a little yeah, it's somewhere between the two. Um I did discover a couple that I'm going to hang on to. Um Sucker by Jonas Brothers is a killer tune. Um Oh yeah. Uh Story of My Life. Um very good. One, one Direction, I think. Is that who that is? Yep. Yeah. One Direction. Yeah, I like that tune a lot. I'll probably keep and, that one. Honestly, any of the One Direction adjacent stuff is really good. Yeah. If you don't do um, Watermelon Sugar goes over really well. Any of the Harry Styles Harry stuff Styles is, is like, yeah, is killing crush. it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyway, um, the other thing that's interesting about- No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I've uh, got a couple other ones. All right, go. Uh, I want it that way. Did that? Did it? You did it? Nope. Um, Mbop. Did uh, it? Back- well, yeah, back for good by take that. Didn't do that one. Ooh, that I dude, that's a that's a keeper. All right. Do you know what you know what the song I'm talking about? Nope. Whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it. Oh, all right. I just want you back for good. Yeah, I good that I did take um, that featuring featuring a young Robbie Williams, and in that band, Robbie Williams was the fat one. Well, there's got to be one. He he yeah he was the he was the Joey Fatone of that group. I did a few that were from the like from my era that I was embarrassed of when they came out. Um, I swear by the moon and the stars and the sky. I swear uh, by um uh, what is the name? All for uh, one. All for one. Yes, but I mean that's you. a that's a John Michael Montgomery song. Everybody knows that. Uh, I did um, cool it now. Ooh, watch out. Um, I don't know if I know that one. You do any ninety eight degrees? I did ninety eight degrees. I did um, uh, I one do. night. That was one a, night. That was a... Una noche. Um, yeah. And I did. She looks so good. By five seconds of summer. So here's my thing. Mm. You might say that's not a boy band. You have to define boy band somehow. So it no, was... five seconds of summer is absolutely a boy band. All right, fine. They're just a boy band that thinks they're is pop punk. A band of well, yeah, they're, they're boys. In a band. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was my rule. And it, it had to be all male band members um, under 40 doing basically pop. Yeah. Playing songs that you would hear in an Abercrombie. Yeah. 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 I like a girl who wears Abercrombie and Fitch. Or a PacSun. Or a PacSun. song is terrible. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. I just feel bad that guy That guy died. But like, otherwise, that song is terrible. I, here's the thing. I'm so not in that world. I have no idea about any of that. So... Well, he's dead. All right. Well, it, yeah, I mean, I don't want to connect the badness of his song to his demise, but there it is. It's a bad song because it's the song the, the lyric just all, all yeah, it does is rever- all correlation it is- does not equal causation. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm absolved um, <laughs> because it, the, the song's just the song is just pure name checking. There's a line that like out of nowhere mentions that um, um, uh, Billy, Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole Billy bunch of Sharon, a whole bunch of sonnets and uh, um uh, 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 so Michael Larry, J. Uh, yeah, he name checks Larry Bird, Larry Bird, and uh, Macaulay Culkin, and um, yeah, it's just weird. It's Spick just span. It's weird. It's weird. And then name checks, uh, name checks Abercrombie and Fitch like three times because that's like, yeah, m- multiple times. Yeah, yeah, awful. So don't hey man, play boy band music. Is is what I'm saying. 
Um, I don't know. I think we just kind of like talked ourselves back into it. There were like, there was a bunch I'm of not, that we I'm, were, we I'm, I'm unconvinced, <laughs> deeply unconvinced. Uh, I will say next, next week, we're going to try something new, which is finish the lyric. Okay. So yeah, like yeah. I'll, I'll play along and they'll stop and somebody will ring in and finish the rest of the lyric. And then after that, I've, I've said to them, like, look, we did boy bands a couple weeks ago. You made me do Disney. I mean, made, I agreed, whatever. Next week after week after next is Dan's choice. It's just my favorites. Yeah. That's all we're doing. So, just make sure that everybody knows what you're what you're d- talking about. Well, we'll find out. I mean, we'll find out how much yeah. they like, you know, Tom Waits and Talking Heads and the Police. We'll, uh, we'll find out. It might be a tough night. I think you make it work. Could be. <laughs> Time will tell. Yep. Well, good. Yep. So let's see. Um, this week uh, has been bananas for me. Uh, Amber was traveling, so I was uh, flying solo. And in that flying solo time, uh, the following things occurred. I had to, um, I didn't have to. I had a client come by and we did a uh, promo video edit for his band. Cool. Um, and it went well. We got like the foot, the source footage was great. And like we were able to like, it. it it's awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you guys a link uh, to check it out. Um, and it was kind of cool just to like hang out and catch up cause I hadn't seen him in a, in a little bit. Uh, last night we had band practice. Uh, we had the guys over, uh, to work through the show, uh, the stuff we were doing at Vankman's, uh, tomorrow. Um, the, we ran into a couple of challenges. Uh, one was that there were some gremlins in our system and we spent more time chasing that down than we actually probably did working through things. Um, but we did work through, some of the newer songs and some of the transitions we're trying to work on, try to change things up. Um, and it's weird for me and some of the other guys who have been kind of playing this stuff, the way that we've been playing it this entire time uh, to like change it up. Mm. And so we're kind of like getting used to uh, stuff that we don't normally have to think about. We really need to think about. Right. Uh, but we, but we did, I ran and we ran through it once and it crushed. And I think that'll, th- that might be a keeper. Cool. Um, and then we had our, uh, the sub vocalists roll through. Yeah. And so he's going to sit in with us, uh, tomorrow, uh, with three songs. And I talked about this in the, on the Patreon, but like, I, I went into it pretty feeling pretty even killed about it. Came out of it with slightly mixed feelings about it. Mm. Um, mostly around things that I would consider maybe my own self-awareness and my own insecurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just trying to reconcile the concept of taking a thing that I've spent the last eight years, like pouring every spare ounce of anything I had into and not being the person like kind of like pushing all the things around on stage all the time. Yeah. um, Yeah. Interesting prospect. Yeah. And I've not fully reconciled it. Part of me, like it sounds kind of, uh, kind of nice to not be the only person, uh, you know, playing every gig. And then the other part of me who, you know, has been very intent about holding on to all the things. Mm. Mm. is is going i don't know if i want to open my hands up quite so much but right right uh that is getting called getting out of your comfort zone and that's where true growth true growth is my friends there you go it's the only place 
And you know, know, I'll just fire him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, um, there is really something about replacing yourself, you know, having someone mature into or, or, or evolve into the role that you've inhabited for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a pretty amazing experience. So. Well, and it, it, you know, every single like leadership book that I've ever read has kind of been like, this is a part of that process. Yeah. And it's, it's about, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's the, it's really where the rubber, rubber meets the road. Like, is this thing a thing that only I can do or have I created the intellectual property and branding and uh, marketing recognition engine around and, this project yeah. for it to stand on its own. Yeah. So that's, you know, this is, these are the things I'm kind of wrestling with. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still optimistic. I heard a lot of things uh, in his performance that I definitely don't do. And um, it is, it, to be honest, just to hear anything different was kind of exciting. Mm. And so that, that part of it was like, okay, so like we can, we could probably do this. Like it, 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 it created more questions than answers. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it definitely like, it was uh, it was eye opening for sure. Good. If nothing else, just like the way that people perform and, and like the, how your sensibilities compare against somebody else's who's kind of coming in dry. Right. Right. And doesn't have all this like, you know, history behind it. So yeah. it was cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, a change of a change of lineup prompts a whole new kind of thinking about what the project can deliver and what sort of material to play. And you know, it's it's a it's a good time to refresh, even if you're, you know, sort of the manager in the wings. Yep, that's great. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where it. I you know I figure out if I'm actually a band leader. Yeah, yeah. Or just a uh, benevolent megalomaniac. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, benevolent. Time will tell. We don't know. You, Stay you, tuned. Yeah, you haven't proven yourself benevolent yet. We'll find out. Yep. Very fair. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. I, we, I think we're all caught up. I think we got all the things we needed to do. Yeah. Uh, some general housekeeping stuff. Uh, I was intending on doing a um, a gear review of the keyboard controller that was sent to me by Donner. Uh, but based on just some communication back and forth, I mean, the company's based in China. So when I send emails, I don't get responses back until the very next morning. Mm. Um, so we're, it's just not quite ready for prime time. So uh, that will probably be pushed out another week. Uh, and this week's topic is going to be about why your bin needs contracts. Ah. So that will be, that will be out um, sometime tomorrow. Uh, and I say sometime because... I haven't started recording it yet because mm. of reasons. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who uh, have been keeping track and we have been talking about a lot um, about the Patreon and how if you join the Patreon, you have access to the contract that uh, my band does. Uh, I figured out how to put the contract for sale on our website. Sweet. And wouldn't you know it, our buddy Fred Ellsworth was the first customer to pull the trigger on that. And as far as I know, everything went well. So um, that is now available on coverbandconfidential.com. You go to our store if that's something you want to look into. Uh, 25 bucks yeah. gives you a blank contract that you can edit to your heart's content. And um, the video is just kind of explaining the nuts and bolts behind it. And then you you can look at the actual contract itself and see how 
that looks in real life. Very cool. Very cool. And so um, the other two things we wanted to talk about, I know you've got uh, a report back from your Mevo experience. I do. And then we've got a a, a user email uh, community uh, gig from Hell Story, from Hex Story, uh, that we also want to cover. So... Uh, which one do we want to hop into? Let's just knock this out real quick. The, the, the the gear report. So, um, I talked last week about the Mevo, uh, streaming video, um, kit, which is three cameras. Yep. Um, and the beauty of these cameras is they have a six hour battery to them. You plug them, you know, you don't plug them in, you put them, you put them places on tripods or whatever, and you talk to them over your phone and they connect over Wi-Fi mm-hmm. to your phone or they share like your house Wi-Fi or your, the Wi-Fi in, in my rack. That's what, what they picked up. Um, and then they stream to, to your device. They will record a auto director video, which is not smart. It's just a timer changing cameras every few seconds. You can say, I prefer this camera and like prioritize the one that's on my front man or whatever. And it'll come back to that one more often than the other ones. Uh, but, yeah. uh, basically it's not, it's not, it, it's not listening to your music and deciding, Oh, the, you know, we need to zoom in on the guitarist cause the solo now it's, it's not doing anything like that. Uh, it's literally just on a timer. Um, I brought these things into my practice room on Sunday when my band practiced on Sunday morning and set them up around the room. And, um, I shared the resulting video with the patrons, uh, with the very strong caveat that, you know, this, I, I, I took uh, purple rain that we were working on that the band's not fully cool on yet. There's still some changes in it that aren't happening. And there were some substantial clams in it, including one from me. Um, but I took the board audio, sweetened it up some in Logic using the template I have for that, synced it up with yep. the three camera video, and um, it was pretty credible. If that had been on a stage somewhere, yep. it would have felt like that band knew something. They were doing something deliberate. And the beauty of these things and the point of them, really, as far as I can tell, their whole marketing is it is you got no wires to run. You got no nothing to do. Turn them on, plug them in, push the button get on the app, make the thing go. And they just do it. And by God, they do I'm really impressed with that. They did. Yeah. Now, um, the one caveat is the app needs to be foregrounded on your phone in order to be recording. Mm-hmm. So it can't, um, it, it also is smart enough not to let the phone sleep while yep. it's the front most app while, while it's running. But if you answer the phone, it stops recording. Yeah. Right. If you get an email, Go to your emails, do that. It stops recording while you're doing that. Um, so that's not great. It, you probably want a dedicated device for it. Um, and the other thing I did not try that they really are built for, that is the kind of the point of them, is streaming. I have not yet tried a live stream from these three cameras. The point of them for me is recording both to their own SD cards, the camera's own footage, and to my device, the auto-generated um, auto-director footage but yeah. uh, so far i'm i'm really impressed with them and it's going to be um it's going to make it a lot easier to get good footage of video uh, you know good video of 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 shows um in in a, in a way that i think steps up the game for what's possible for us in, in a pretty big way so i'm yeah, liking I mean, them the, so the far footage, the, the footage and the audio both looked really really great yeah. and and that was a pretty easy sell i mean 999 isn't exorbitantly expensive and it's also not cheap so right. it, it is a, a a somewhat sizable investment yep but you know the the fact that it, you can keep the feed um for every single 
device is super yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Um, and again, it's the all in onesie kind of totally. Yeah. Know, yeah. Process. That's, yeah. Yeah. It makes it super easy. I picked up some, uh, $20 tripods that'll just, I'll put them around boom, boom, boom and yep. have video of everything. It'll be great. Um, go. the speakers built into them are what you expect from tiny little condenser speakers in a camera. They, they do their best. The microphones. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Microphones. Um, um, they went, you know, when I had it all set up when I was the only person there and people came in and we talked some, and as people came in, we chatted and the camera picked that up all pretty clearly quite, quite nice actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started playing and it's, it immediately, you know, lowered its input volume to handle the fact that yep. there were like drums and guitars and things happening. And then, um, it struggled with that the whole rest of the video. It struggled with how loud to be. Um, at one point we were playing, um, everybody wants to rule the world and the bass lines just loping sort of, but mm-hmm. and you could hear it pulsing its levels at trying to keep up with that. Like you'd hear it sort of, it, it was like, so, you know, like pump compression kind of working the whole song. Yeah, and, like uh, a, like a side chain. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not nice <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think the onboard, um, audio is fit for our purpose. I think if you were live streaming a conversation, I think it'd be great actually. Um, sure. and each of these does have a line in audio. So I picked up a, um, a, a breakout cable that'll go from the headphone jacks of my mixer into one of these mm-hmm. so that I could live stream mm-hmm. with board audio. Um, just cool. put, the, put the mains right into one of them and then choose that mm-hmm. one as the audio for the stream. So not bad. I, I want to experiment with that some, um, but overall for a one time low stakes attempt at using them, I'm quite satisfied. Awesome. So that's the report. I will, uh, if anything changes about that, I'll update us. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is one of those kind of prospects where, you know, you got to take some time to, Totally. Sort through it and totally. figure out, you know, yep. the best workflow, all of that stuff. So, yep. yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super interested to see, uh, how that all turns out. And, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll follow suit at some point. Yeah. 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 All right. Are you ready for this? Bring it. Okay, guys. This, you know, we have been reaching out, just imploring. <laughs> the listenership of this podcast to share with us their gigs from heck. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have gotten many over the years, but this past week, specifically four days ago, I got one that may just beat them all. So, the backstory, not really the backstory, but the uh, the context is, is that this is our friend Martin, and Martin has a group called Small Talk, and Small Talk is a cover band based in Brighton, uh, in the UK, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, they uh, had a uh, a gig that came up a couple of weeks ago that just about <laughs> takes the cake. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm going to read his uh, his letter in its entirety with uh, color commentary throughout, and then we'll just kind of uh, ruminate. Yeah. Resist the now, urge to do a British accent, please. 
I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I know enough British people to yeah. Uh, yeah. realize that I would get a... Yeah. There, there my are... father-in-law is English. Ah. So if, if if he got wind of this and he'd, yeah, he'd roast me. There, are, there are some Britishisms in the, in the writing that I enjoyed, but um, nonetheless, speak it English. Speak it it's American. It's Tuesday in it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Anyway. All right. This is uh, the story from our buddy Martin. Hey, guys. My cover band performed in a new pub for us last night and thought it may be worthwhile to send the rant your way and see what you think about this and wonder how you would have reacted in this situation. It's a long one, he says. We have been booked to play a small village pub, just a standard bar gig, turn up, play two hours, entertain the locals, and go home. Pretty standard stuff, wouldn't you say? When I messaged the landlady, I'm assuming that's the bar owner. Oh, yeah, or the manager. Agent, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when I messaged the landlady who booked us after a lot of haggling on our fee, see, Always. these things, they happen Everywhere. all over the world. Everywhere. Uh, to, yeah, and they're talking about confirming arrival time. She mentioned she would like us to get there slightly earlier to set up as one of the locals uh, was having a party. Great, I thought, guaranteed patrons, and I don't mind turning up a little earlier to get the equipment in if it makes it easier to set up before the place gets busy pretty yeah yeah again do it no no red flags just yet no making it work when i turned up to the pub i was greeted by the landlady who then took me into the performance area to my surprise there were banners all around the room saying mr and mrs and a wedding cake huh boom that's that was that's not in the no message. That was no that was your your uh, Scooby Doo reaction yeah yeah for those of you who if we were live streaming this you would have been really impressed my <laughs> eyes popped out and everything it was it was good I questioned this with the landlady and she said no it's not a wedding they got married a while ago it's just a little party for the locals as they got married abroad and they booked the party after I booked the band. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well. Okay. We're saying it. Yes. You know, I, I know that uh, fish and chips are, are are standard in in these kinds of locations, but this is this is smelling especially fishy. Uh, I reluctantly continue to set up in possibly one of the smallest areas for a five piece band ever, and was assured this was just a standard night with just local bar patrons, nothing out of the ordinary. Then the wedding party showed up, right in a wedding dress. Everyone smartly dressed, flowers, caterers, the whole deal. Then the groom asks me, can you put some background music on? I replied, unfortunately, I was unprepared for a party and said uh, they would need to talk to the pub. I didn't want to come across rude to get a bad reputation for the band, but I wasn't prepared to bend over backwards to accommodate a wedding last minute for a fraction of the usual price. Yeah. So... I think it's becoming very apparent what has happened. Stealth wedding is what I was going to, I said kamikaze wedding. All right. I don't know if that it's, it, you know, so yeah, I mean, they are kind of crashing your gig. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, they are. All right. Then just as we are about to start our first set and tuning our guitars and center center, the bride walks out to our guitars and asks, what are you playing for our first dance? Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. I stepped in and said, unfortunately, we have not prepared anything as we were not informed this was a service we needed to accommodate. 
And if you had given us notice or if they had given us notice, maybe we could have learned a request. Hmm. So again, this feels like some selling had been done uh, around the existing situation uh, that was not communicated to anybody. Yeah. First set's done. Next request comes up. Can we use the microphone to do speeches? You know what? We're here. We're just going to... Fine. Take a mic. Yeah. Second set. Goes well. Everyone loved it. Even though the band were annoyed by the whole situation, we remained professional. Put on a good show. So they were good sports about the fact that they were, let's be honest, bamboozled into playing a wedding reception that they didn't get hired for. Right. End of the night. I talked to the landlady and explained politely as possible that we should have been informed about this beforehand as weddings require extra services and frankly, uh, cost more money, uh, which we couldn't accommodate without the info. And due to this, the cost is more than a standard bar gig, uh, bar gig rate. Pardon. The landlady response was, yeah, well, I'm not happy because they said they would bring more people. So I didn't earn as much as I wanted to either. She asked us for our availability so she could book us again. And I said, hey, message us in a week. Uh, we're pretty much fully booked, and I'll let you know. I very much doubt we will be returning to that pub again without a substantial markup. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the long email. just thought it could be interesting to see if you guys have experienced this before. Great with the podcast. Uh, hope this gives you another topic to discuss. Boy, howdy did it. So big thanks to Martin and Small Talk, uh, located in Brighton. So what are you playing for our first dance? I'm going to go um, Blister in the Sun. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe Pump It Up, Elvis Costello? To do that? Something. Um, you know, if they had hired us as an 80s band, we could have uh, pulled out time after time yes. in a pinch. Yes, yes, yes. So that would have worked. Oh, so you're saying what, what, what is- legitimately could you have done? So I could have done Let's Get It On. Yeah, that would have been it. See, the thing is, is that when you uh, hire a band to play your kamikaze wedding, uh, you get what you you get what you get, and you don't put your fit. Exactly, that's what we say down here. Yeah, in the South. We do. Um, that and bless so, your heart. Uh, raining, yeah, raining blood would have been uh, a suitable option. Yeah. Let's see what else. Ain't no um, sunshine when she's love gone. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, that's good. That's good. How am I supposed to live without you? If you really wanted to go there. Careless Whisper. Yep. I like stealth breakup songs. Uh, I know this much. Uh, this much I know is true. Enter Sandman. <laughs> Closer, Nine Inch Nails. Yep. Actually, you know, I think that wins. Probably. Yeah. I think that's the one. I think that's the one that you, I think that's the one you go with. Yeah. So the next time you get hired to play a wedding you weren't plan, planning on doing... Play Closer by Nine Inch Nails for yep. their first song. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I, don't know how I would have uh, processed that. You know, there's the... Um, see, here's the thing. This is where I feel conflicted. Because there is one party to blame mm-hmm. in this situation. Yep. And it's not the band. Nope. And I don't think it's the wedding party. Nope. And, 
you know, in his case, he was like, we're never coming back. You would have to, they'd have to pay us way, way more. And look, if the bridge is burned, do you still act professional in the moment? Do you go in and you do a good job? I think you do. Do you try to be a comedy and tell a wedding party even though they didn't you? Do This is a... Sorry. No, a, this is an excellent Stewie reference. Nice. I'm really happy. I'm really happy with the Family Guy reference. It's ha- just happening right there. It's really good. Um, uh, here's the answer to that for me is like, yeah. And I, I think you do. And I think, I think in the moment of it, you be... Because it wasn't the wedding... It wasn't the wedding's fault that the venue did this as far as I can, as far as I can, as I read this story. So I think, yeah. I think you try to have it be as great a time for the wedding as you can if for no other reason than for the marketing opportunity that that is. I think you'd be right. Charming and great with the wedding. You do what you can to accommodate them. You make it great for them. Um, and then you let the venue know that it really didn't work what they pulled. Yeah. And, you know, I know that there's mixed feelings about airing that kind of laundry online. And I don't know, I don't necessarily think that's what you should do, but I would be sure that in meat space, I would be telling every single musician I know to watch out, avoid that place like the plague. Yeah. So it it is, it's a lot of conflicting things. But uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you are right. You if 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 the intent, you know, because we we talk about this a lot. You know, uh, public shows being a sales funnel for private shows. Yeah, that, always. Yeah, this kind always. of thing is is the way to you do that. So yeah, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. And, and listen, at least at least you know my my gig from hell show, my very worst gig ever. Like they hated us. The the Booker had so misrepresented what was wanted. And 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 missed the shot by bringing us in when we were so not what the crowd wanted. Like we were, we were, they were the everybody left at the break. Like, they were not interested in us. At least in this case, yeah. everybody had a good time. The band had, you know, some traction in the audience. Like a good time was had. Basically, you know, an opportunity yeah. was missed for a revenue moment and for a you know quality delivery for that wedding. But um, but at least. Like nobody hated you at the end of the night. So that's, that's, that's something, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and, and you know, with, with that particular kind of situation, I probably would have been a bit more, I would have been as, I would have tried to help the wedding party as much as I could. Yeah. You know, all jokes aside, if they're like, what was our, what is our first song going to be? I would have legitimately asked them, well, what do you want? What, what do you, yeah. What do you want? And, you know, just hope and pray that it's something that, yeah, you know, the band knows or that we could kind of pull out. Right. You know, last minute. Um, also, I wonder, like, again, we, we are in a very specific part of the world where like wedding culture is specific, true, especially in the South. True. Certain things true. are like ubiquitous for Southern weddings. Like what is their God bless the broken road by rascal flats? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cause down here, that's like the first song of first songs. Right. Right. 
or it's um it's like the father daughter whatever you know that kind of thing yeah or like butterfly kisses that's another one that's like father daughter song and i dance i dance with my mom to my girl that was her choice huh huh we didn't really do that at my wedding we were we more casual than that, but I DJed a couple of weddings, um, for friends. Uh, one of them, she danced to her father to what a wonderful world. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet, ubiquitous, pretty one. sweet. Um, I don't really remember any of the other ones. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, my, my so, co front person, Taylor just got engaged yep. and she texted me. Mazel tov. Yeah. 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 I'll go to Taylor. Um, she texted me a couple of days ago and said, would you DJ my wedding? She, we've talked about that. I had done that. And uh, I was like, God, yeah, I guess, it, I guess I have a PA and I have a phone and I can, <laughs> I can do that. There you go. Um, what's, uh, you know, she said, you know, how much would you charge me? And I was like, I don't even know. I, it's not a thing Friends I do. Like, what's your budget? She said, well, maybe yeah. 300. I was like, fine, fine for you. Of course. Yeah. And she's like, really? I could do 400. And I said, you are a terrible negotiator. Just tell me how much it's going to be and, and we will figure it out. Like I'm not, it's not like a line of business for me. So let's just, I don't know, settle on something. Um, I don't know, man. Party Dan DJ services just might be the. That's right. Get you some freaking, get you some shutter shades. Listen, I got, uh, I got some, some Chauvet DJ lights. I can make it fancy. It's true. You should be. You should try and be like the the DJ in Love Actually, the guy he's wearing like the Motorhead shirt and he plays right. Puppy Love. And yeah. Like, the next song hinges on whether he's the worst DJ of all time. And right. He nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I, I think, I think uh, Martin and the guys uh, at Small Talk, you know, they did the best that they could. They sure. Did they they did what they had to do. No, they made the show work. And, uh, That's the thing. I would have been absolutely furious. Totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 try to make sure that we kind of put things in place to make sure that we're treated nicely. Yeah. But like this is very much a a a very disrespectful thing to do yeah. to a band. Yeah. Cuz you're basically making sure that they are not set up for success in any way. So, um but cheap. Re- yep. Yeah, it's super super disappointing. Um but I, I did want to thank uh, Martin and the guys uh, for reaching out. Uh, if anybody wants to check them out or support them, uh, facebook.com slash small talk covers. Nice. Uh, is the way to get them. I, I, um, I like their, I like their logo and um, all their stuff looks pretty solid. Uh, they're, uh, they got themselves a little co-ed situation going on and um, you know, everything's pink. So, you know, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh go check those guys out. And uh big thanks to them for uh contributing to content. The great and mighty content. That That's we, right. You know, That's right. If you can drip any content down here into the content mines, we will be happy to refine we, it and yeah. turn it into podcast gold. Absolutely. So um yeah. Thanks everybody for uh tuning in. I don't have any necessarily any parting words. I've you know, I've got some gigs coming up and uh, got these fly dates uh, confirmed and just trying to start all of that deal while also doing all the other things that I've got going on. Ditto. Starting to get busy, man. I know. I know. I'm at the beach this weekend. I'm, I'm off work Friday and Monday and I'll be at the beach. So that'll be, that'll be nice. nice. Yeah. Probably so too cold to swim. Are we going but... to? 
What's that? Uh, Atlantic Beach, uh, North Carolina. It's the closest one to my house, which, and, and we've been there a whole bunch of times. There's a, there's a really sweet little family run hotel that, um, this time was already all booked up. So we were doing an Airbnb mm. quite close to them. Nice. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Good to hear. Uh, don't me, uh, other than the show on Friday, uh, which is a 3 PM load in on a Friday, which is less than ideal, Yeah, but show starts at eight and ends at 10, Love which it. I'm not mad about. Love it. So. Yeah. Good stuff. If you're in the Atlanta area, come check us out. Tickets are still on sale. Uh, we've got, there's some tables and stuff there. We, we do have the, like this big, massive, like party table. It was like 10 seats sold out. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, hopefully we, uh, we get, we get a good day of run and, uh, we make a little money, have a little fun. Love it. Cool. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, appreciate all of you. Um, if you want to support the podcast, you can do it a number of ways. Easiest thing to do would be to leave us a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice, which now that includes Spotify. Boom. Um, and, you know, like Martin and a bunch of other folks have realized, if you want to get your question answered on the podcast or, <laughs> or just, or just get an email back from us. Tell a horror story. Yeah. Yep. Coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. Or you can do any of the things that our buddy Adam Moskowitz from the Van Band is going to tell you right now. So that being said, I'll go ahead and call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Coverband Confidential Podcast for the week of April 15th, 2022. Happy Tax Day. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! The losses. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and bag of vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Mm.